Hey, Growing Up Crazy, and this is going to be building off of the last two Just For Me's with a meditation practice that I've been trying to develop. But this won't be Just For Me because this will be a recording. I feel like I got a little bit of a handle on it now, and so I wanted to start recording my actual thoughts from these meditations that I've been doing every day. And so I started in 2023 with a series of goals, and I achieved all of the goals, but yet I still find myself in more or less the same position, the exact same position in many ways at the start of 2024. And I've known this entire year that I would have to change, like really change in a fundamental level in order to be able to do the things that I set out. And this is a perfect example of why the doing, why the 5D is an internal change and, and not an external change, because... I accomplished all the goals. I did all the doings that I set out to do, but yet it actually hasn't changed my situation or my environment, not really in the slightest. And I believe it's because I didn't really change myself fundamentally in any real way. And what I mean by that is I'm still the same person just doing different things. And even though I'm doing different things, they more or less have the same result because I'm still the same person doing them. And that will make sense to somebody that, that understands the law of attraction. Um, the algorithm gives you whatever you're focused upon. So if what you're focused upon is stopping hardship, you're still going to get hardship just in more or less the same way, maybe just packaged differently. And that's exactly what happened to me in 2024. Um, So a whole year just to learn that lesson, or at least have that lesson become reinforced. And so I'm still on this desire to change in a fundamental way. But now I've shifted my focus to making that the primary goal. Instead of the primary goal being achieving these things outside of me, the primary goal is now how to change in a fundamental way. And what that even is, you know, because what even is that? Who am I on a fundamental level? So I've been using a whole host of different techniques, exploring a whole host of different techniques from between um, different plant medicines to Sulfagio frequencies, if that's even how you pronounce it, to binaural beats, to a combination of all of the above, to guided meditation, to no guiding meditation, and all of the rest. And just trying different techniques because I'm, I'm a fan of crap sparks till something catches fire. You know, if you don't know what to do, do anything and see what works. <laughs> you know, so, so I've been employing that method for quite a while now. And through the binaural beats, I've realized something and I'm not sure if it's profound or not, but I do believe that it is on the right track towards fundamental change, changing in a fundamental way. Because I was able to get to the place where I've called the void, and I've been able to get to there since childhood, and it's basically where your singular consciousness floating in what feels like a void, like an empty, empty space, but the space is pregnant as well. It's hard to explain. Um, just on the other side of that is... is the oneness, the white light, where everything becomes one. Um, God, I don't know, spirit, the divine, um, unconditional love and complete and total forgiveness, surrender and um, embrace. <laughs> so, so, um, and then after, and then past that though, I mean, turning. So that's facing upstream. Turning around and facing downstream, I saw myself in my energy body as a vibration. And what I realized, though, is that my energy body, some of the vibrations weren't mine. Um, some of the vibrations in my energy body were actually almost like foreign matter left behind. And when I probed them, left behind by different events. And, and that needs to be released. And I've been trying to experiment with how to release things. And I do believe that, and, and from 
seeing the interaction would be times when other people had left their energy in me or places of diminishment where I had left my energy in other people, uh, what we call trauma, which I guess is why I've honestly wondered to myself why my mind keeps coming back to trauma over and over and over again whenever I'm ex trying to experience spirituality because I'm not one of those people that's I see them in the in the gatherings a lot, especially the plant medicine gatherings. Half the people there are there for some kind of healing. I'm not there for healing. I'm there for knowledge and understanding. You know, I'm not, or I don't consider myself at least one of the people that's all into the whole healing and wholeness. I consider myself as healed as I'm going to get, and I make adjustments along the way. But now that I'm interested in, in change on a fundamental level, I realize that these things were drastically important because the vibrations that we have in our energy body is what kicks out the thought forms. Now, moving from vibration into the 3D, and the 3D is everything. Everything that we could possibly think is what I'm calling the 3D. Everything that we could possibly vibrate as, I'm calling the 5D. But everything we could possibly think, I'm calling the 3D, and I'm now referring to that as thought forms, because that's what I saw it. And the different vibrations kick out these thought forms, and then we give them life by our energy and our attention. And we can put ourselves into these thought forms, almost like the, the thought itself is a construct for consciousness like thought is an energy that can hold consciousness and that we can actually put ourselves into it and what I first saw myself doing when I first saw this is I saw how I was kicking out thought forms based on whatever the vibration was that I was being and then I would occupy them and then that would create the other and then from the space of the other I would turn around and look at myself and judge myself and evaluate myself and tell myself what I should be doing. And it was the difference, what I noticed is when I would slip between the two of them, I would go to the oneness and it would be I am and then I would go to the other, to the thought form and it would be I should. And But I was occupying the thought form with my own consciousness. It wasn't separate from me but it created that separation. Um, and I don't pretend to understand the dynamics of it. I just know it was so. I don't even understand how that makes any sense. I just know that this is what I experienced. And and it was crazy because I would create the thought form, I would enter the thought form, and I would try to decide as the other what I needed to achieve oneness. But the thought form itself is what created the other. And when holding on to the thought form, oneness was impossible. And it seemed like infinite hilarity that I would create a thought form, I would create the other with the goal of oneness because the only way to do it was to let the thought form go and just exist in the I am space. And then from the I am space, whatever that I was focused upon from the space of I am and not I should, was much easier to manifest, to make manifest. And then I suddenly had a feeling of power. And then one of the things that I realized was that when I was feeling the sensation of power, I no longer felt the sensation of love. That power was almost like a downgrading from love. And I had to let go of the idea of power in order to be able to recapture the feeling of love. And the power, sense of power, though, was intoxicating. But what I realized was that it was illusionary at the same time. Because even though you have the ability to make things happen, it's never you. It's never yours. You're just a conduit. Like, And the image that I saw at the time was almost like, like a tornado where the moment where the tornado reaches the surface, if you were to look strictly on the surface level of things, it would look like a whole shitload of stuff is going on. Like that would look like the point of contact, the point of contact on the surface would look like extreme power. But 
it was all an illusion. Yeah, shit was happening, but it was happening because of the earth that was already there. It was happening because of the sky that's already there, because of the cloud that's already there, because of the pressure differences that's already there, because of the water and the atmosphere, because of the, the movement of currents uh, in, in, in such a grand scale as to, as to dwarf whatever was going on on the ground. You know, it was just simply the point of contact when seen from a surface level. And I let it go. I let the sensation go that I was doing absolutely anything. And this sensation of love returned to me. And I felt on hindsight that that was actually extremely important and worth recording here. And so what I've come to realize with the last couple of uh, meditations is that in order to change on a fundamental level, these pieces of foreign energy must be surrendered and the energy I've left in other people I must return, which I've known throughout 2023, but I didn't realize the significance that there is no change on a fundamental level unless this happens or else I realized it in an intellectual way, but not in a visceral way. You know, it never quite made it a top priority. Getting the doing done was the top priority of 2023. Now I think getting the being aligned will be the primary focus of 2024 because there is no there is no fundamental change unless this happens and without any fundamental change I could spend another year moving boulders uphill and just really have them really be in the same spot again assuming the world doesn't come flying apart in the meantime and um, otherwise I'll just keep manifesting exactly what I've been manifesting for the last 43 years of life more or less and I'm kind of done with that um I would like to do new things and I'd like to do them in a totally new way as a new person. And that's, there's not wrong. Um, we sort of consider consistency to be the key. Yet if you look around, nothing is consistent. Everything is always growing and changing. And we can remain aligned with that or we can stagnate, suffer, and die. So those are really our two choices and I choose to try to remain aligned so I get to continue to grow and change up to and past the point of my death um, because otherwise because why not because um, it makes things better it makes it more fun and interesting otherwise it sucks <laughs> you, know? Or, you know so so embracing the suck so how, how to do this and the only way I've really figured out how to do it so far is to go to the void and then from the void instead of looking upstream which is my want to just sort of embrace that feeling of love and bliss and oneness, which is great. And, and to do, well, still do that, to still face the upstream, but instead of remaining facing upstream, then turn around and look downstream and actually look at my energy body and notice the things that need to be surrendered and the things that need to be accepted. And what I found is that my divine feminine is the force of surrender and my divine masculine is the force of embrace, passive and active. And so I will surrender the the foreign energy and love it and thank it and not recoil from it another thing that I realized is that just like a piece of foreign matter like getting a thorn in your finger um, there's the, an instantaneous energetical re reaction to remove my consciousness from it to not feel the thorn but not feeling it doesn't mean it goes anywhere it's still there and it's still vibrating it's still creating reality through thought forms as a result of its vibration and so you have to, I have to embrace it. And the only way to do that is by accepting it, loving it, and cherishing it. First, so first I'll use the Divine Feminine to surrender to it and, and gladly welcome it. Like, 
Like, oh, and what I tell myself, like, sort of energetically, if I was to put it into words, is like, oh, good, an opportunity for, for wholeness. Herein lies an opportunity for growth and change. And I accept it as a positive thing, even though it's a thorn, even though it's a piece of foreign energy that someone or something left inside of me. It is a result of a terrifying, abusive, or, or horrific memory. But I'll still embrace it as an opportunity for growth and change and for love. Oh, look, here's a piece of me that needs love. Or here's a piece of something that needs love. And so I'll surrender to it with the Divine Feminine until I've accepted it wholly, thoroughly, and positively and cherished every bit of it. And then I'll embrace it with the Divine Masculine so that I can let it go. Thank, I'll thank it. Thank you very much. I appreciate everything you've done for me and everything that I've learned. And let it go and truly surrender it. And then allow the 5D to flood into that space, the, um, what's on the other side of the void, the oneness, allow the oneness to flood into that space, you know? And, and I think the problem is before is because originally, like, I was trying to do it all myself. I was trying to, like, pull the thorn out with my own mind and then should myself into a new reality. And that's just simply not possible because... It's like a house divided against itself, even though it is foreign matter. Um, nature abhors a vacuum. So it has to be not pulled out, but pushed out. And the only way it can do that is by surrendering it to it, loving it, and, and cherishing it, and then letting it go with the, with the um, embracing it, and then allowing the oneness to come into that space and releasing it. And the same applies with, with recovering foreign energy, just in reverse, you know what I mean? Seeing the harms that you've done. And honestly, what I've been noticing is that the parts of me where I look at that I feel dented, it's almost like being kicked in, um, are much more difficult. I actually have a much more easier time forgiving others than I do myself, apparently, um, for the things that I've done wrong. And that's something that I've got to figure out and would like to change on a fundamental level because... It's also another thing that I learned in the Maloka, is I can channel the feeling of love very easily, but I also realized when I was in the Maloka during one of the very first meditations that I did not take the time to give it to myself. And it sounds strange and almost schizophrenic how you could channel love, but not apply it to yourself. But I realized it was true, so I spent the first meditation there in the Maloka just allowing that 5D feeling to flood me, not just go through me and into the earth but to actually flood me as well as if I was a vessel that needed to be full and it was like well of course and and I've thought this in meditation as well of course well I'm I I don't I believe I believe don't I that that everyone is living the life to the best of their ability and whatever that happens to be and that the goal here is just to learn these lessons and, and growth and change and we'll do it in whichever manner that we possibly can that life is inherent with its own rewards and punishments and that we all have autonomy to act and interact and react to each other in whatever the best way that we know how you know and that you'll never get it all right and you'll never get it all done at all and but that at the end death is a unifying force in which we're embraced by unconditional love and forgiveness as long as we choose to accept it and that is also another choice you can choose to reject it and basically remove yourself um, because the unifying force only goes where it's invited. Because it exists in a space of completeness. At the end, it is both the beginning and the end. It is the beginning that started all of it, and it is the end, the completion of eternity expressing itself. And 
since it is the beginning and the end, everything that happens in the meantime is okay and infinitely okay because it all ends in complete unity and trust and love eventually. So the perspective that, that the oneness occupies, everything is just something on the, pro, on the path to oneness, an outcome that has already exists but can never be fully realized or actualized in 3D, which spurns, which is the engine that drives this entire thing into infinity. The only way you can express infinity in physical means. And if that makes sense to you, congratulations, you're just as crazy as I am. <laughs> but this will be the beginning of it and more to add later as I sort of flesh this out more or less. But at least I have a direction to get started on and a path forward. Amen, and I love you.